This is episode 131 of The Focused Mindset. Today, we're going to talk about strategies we can use as we walk into brand new situations. There's a lot of people that are starting school, starting a sport, you're starting an event. You are right at the beginning, at the launching point of something brand new. That's the time when you could either make it or break it, baby, and you have all this anxiety that can come up. Instead of letting the nerves get to you, we're going to talk about some things you can do to make this the most successful time in your life yet. So let's get into it. Welcome to Parenting with the Focused Mindset. I'm your host, Cher Kretz. I'm a school counselor and a family mindset coach. I know that raising kids is quite the journey and doesn't always turn out as we planned. Here, we talk about the solution-focused approach. We learn how to celebrate when things are going well and how to deal with the many challenges that families face. Don't forget to hit subscribe, download, follow so you don't miss any of the family-oriented, solution-focused content that I put out for you right here each and every week. Listening to this podcast will help you be the best version of yourself in your home and with the people you love. The other day, I sat down and talked to a student as going into junior high who was paralyzed with the thought of it. He didn't want to move forward at all, and this child had been struggling with his level of confidence for a while. And I asked him, I said, what is stopping you from wanting to move forward and walk into junior high? And he said, I don't feel confident. He said, I don't feel like I can accomplish what I need to. I have extreme fear of failure, and I don't think anything's going to go right. He went and shared with me about how last year was really tougher and the pandemic was even tougher and he felt like his grades dropped more and more that he did not understand certain subjects like math and in spite of getting help near the end of the year he just was so concerned about walking into this brand new step in life i told him everyone has felt that way right before they launch into something new and He stopped and he's like, well, not like I do, not the way that I feel. And I said, well, let's, let's talk a little bit about how you would like to feel if you did have confidence. And, you know, I, I, he looked at me so puzzled. He looked at me as if that was a foreign language. Like, what do you mean? What would I do if I had confidence? I don't have confidence. That's all there is to it. And I knew that I needed to think of another strategy. Because it's true when we get stuck in our mindset of thinking that something's not going to work, we have replayed that over and over and over so many times that anything else seems foreign to our mind. We're like, no, we've replayed this song a million times, and this is the song we're going to keep replaying. We are not confident. We can't succeed. And I could see that this guy, he'd been playing that song for a while. I wanted to put a new song on and he wasn't having it. So I decided to use a strategy of using him to act out 
what this might be. You know, he was kind of a quiet kid, kind of one that isn't going to, I uh, spoke very quietly, isn't going to just uh, tell me everything. But I thought, you know, how about if we look at what confidence might look like with, what if I look at it from my point of view watching him? So I, I asked him, I said, well, what do you think confidence looks like? Why don't you close your eyes for a minute and think about the most confident person you know, the very most confident person. And he thought about it and he thought, and he's like, yeah, I have a friend. I have a friend that's really confident. And I said, well, how does he sit? And he said, well, he sits up. And I said, well, show me how he sits. Show me what it looks like. And he sat his body nice and straight. And I said, well, what does he do when he gets asked a question? And he, and he, he knew by now what we were doing and he's all, he answers the question like this. And he made his voice a little bit louder and more commanding. And we went on like this and clarified the picture and clarified the picture of what does this other person that uh, has tons of confidence in his eyes, what is it about him that makes them know that he has confidence? Well, when we got very, very clear about what this was, I said, okay, I wonder if every day you can do a little something like your friend, Chris, if you said, you know, I'm going to, uh, handle this just like, what do I think Chris would do? And then I'm going to handle it just a little bit like that, the confident Chris. <laughs> and that kind of, you know, they were good enough friends to where he was like, all right, I could do that. And the next time I saw him, he was standing up tall and he had his head up. And the next week when we met, he said, I feel like I'm more confident. He goes, I, that was a really weird trick, Mrs. Kratz, <laughs> because he's a little older. He's like, you know, by me just kind of doing that, I feel like now I'm feeling a little more confident. I feel a little better about what I need to be doing. It's a little trick, but it seemed to work. Sometimes when we are stuck in our mind with something brand new, we need to think about another situation that we can relate to or that's happened before. Think of another person that's walked into the same situation before with confidence and then just create that situation within our mind and then act it out as if we're on a stage. Close our eyes and picture ourselves walking through that situation. That worked so well in that coaching session. And I, I think it's valuable for us to remember that we can use that same exercise with our kids, with ourselves. What's important is that the mind needs to start a brand new track. It has to start a different song than what's been playing over and over. If we've been playing the blues too long, or in this case, the, the unconfident me type of song. And our mind really does sort of work that way because we are creatures of habit. What you can do is you can decide that you're going to start new habits. You can catch your mind right in the middle of that and say, oh, wait a minute, we're playing a different tune now. Now I'm going to picture whatever that crystallized picture that you thought of is. Maybe it is like I had thought of uh, a friend of yours that you can kind of picture in your mind that you admire about whatever you're eager about or anxious, I should say. But it could just be that it's a memory of yours, a memory of a time 
when you weren't struggling so much with walking into something brand new. Or it can be a memory of a time when you were very comfortable and you were thriving and you were doing your very best and you were feeling great. And take on that as much as you can, walking into a situation, even one that you have never done before. Today, I saw a bunch of kindergartners lined up, eager as can be, at the door with their parents to check out their new classroom. The school that I'm going to be working at, a uh, brand new school, Lincoln, I, uh, I was there getting my stuff ready. It's, hey, I'm right, like I said, I'm right in this journey with you. I'm starting a brand new location. I've counseled for many years. Sometimes we move schools and that's the situation I'm in right now. And I saw all those kids standing there with their parents, so confident, so excited. They're holding supplies. They can't wait. And I have been a school counselor enough to know that that's not going to be the same picture on the first day of school. There's going to be parents that look nervous, like they're sending their kid to the other side of the world. And their uh, nervous energy is going to be rubbing off all over their kid, who's also going to think, oh, well, maybe then I have some reason to be worried. And they're both sitting there concerned. There'll be parents that actually are a little upset that their kid walked off with hardly even saying goodbye, all excited. They're supposed to be upset that they're leaving. The parents are going to be a little bit of a wreck. And there's going to be some kids that are going to be a wreck. Every single year, there are children that are crying, throwing fits, completely not having this going to school thing. And this is that anxiety and the worry. This is that a normal part of change. Going to kindergarten is a big change in a child's life. It's a big change in a family's life. And when they're thinking about it and planning for it, the excitement is there. When you actually need to walk through it, a lot of different emotions can come, can't it? So it's that much more important that we have strategies. That certainly does not mean that that 100% of the time, those strategies are going to make the anxiety go away completely, but it will guarantee that you have a better chance of success, the best chance of success. Now, in just a minute, I'm going to talk to you about a couple of pages that are in my journal, 30 Days to Higher Hopes. My journal is going to be on Amazon on the 15th. It actually might end up launching before that, but uh, definitely a guaranteed date of the 15th that you guys can hop on there. And I'll be sending out my community information about that as soon as it's hot on Amazon. And then I'm hoping if all works out and the... Um, the things that I need to do on my end of filling out certain paperwork and such uh, work out, then everything will be on sale on my website. The same journal will be on sale on my website as well by the end of the month. But right in now, in just a couple minutes, I'm going to talk to you about one of the forms that I have in that journal, a form that is designed to help somebody build their hope up, to build their confidence up. Before we do that, I want to welcome the new listeners that we have. I know that there's listeners right now that are listening uh, from Lincoln Elementary. Welcome. Welcome to all of our new listeners that have joined in to be able to uh, find out what this Focused Mindset podcast is all about. What is this Share Kretz all about? Well, 
You know, I started this podcast, oh goodness, uh, a couple of years ago now. And it started about a year before that with a thought and with a vision of a place that people could go to learn about solution-focused strategies, strategies that are rooted and grounded in already proven formulas that counselors and psychologists use all over the world to help their clients and help people bring that into their home, into their everyday life, to be able to have balance and particularly for parents to be able to feel more confident. And I started realizing that after years of working with kids and realizing that, yes, working with kids is uh, partly where my heart is and always will be, but they go home to a family. And that family unit is what makes all the difference in the world. It's the things that they do each and every day that shape them into the person that they're going to be when they grow up and shape the next generation. It's the habits that are formed in the home. Sometimes we accidentally fall into habits that uh, don't serve us. Sometimes things that the way we were raised and sometimes the things that we don't even appreciate about the way we were raised, we just accidentally fall into. It takes a special effort, a special caring, and a special uh, push in order for us to rise above some of those natural instincts and be the very best version of ourself in order to help our child do the same thing. I've noticed that if you just tell your child or that even teachers tell or I tell a child, oh, this is how you need to be your best self. You need to do this, this and that and, you know, give them a list of things to do. Well, if they don't internalize it, if they don't make it their own, if they don't have ownership over that and feel like they can actually accomplish it, well, then my talking is just talking into the wind, In the same way, if I tell them all that or a teacher does, and then the actions that they watch somebody do is exactly the opposite of what they told them, then they also, that all those words are falling by the wayside. So as a person in a family, we need to be able to know where to go to get information to help us be able to have our actions meet our words and be encouraging to our kids and help them have confidence to uh, listen to the people around them and follow through and take ownership. Look, all of these things are not easy. Parenting, for goodness sake, is not easy. Having a family unit that's working together is not easy, whether we're single parents, whether we uh, have both parents in the home, whether we have grandparents that are raising the kids, each and every unique family unit is looking for ways to strengthen their situations. Well, I want this podcast to a place be a place that you can do just that. You can feel a little bit stronger, a little bit more confident, and have some strategies to move forward doing that. And sometimes we laugh together about some of the failures we've had. And uh, I talk about some of the children that I've worked with. And don't worry, I always... Um, change the names and I don't ever say specifics in order to make sure that they always have confidentiality. But many of the situations we go through, we all go through. We all go through the same things. So this little, uh, I guess, (laughs) rant in the middle of my podcast is just to remind you that the reason this podcast exists is because I know 
that people need strength. And I want you to be able to feel confident having a strong family unit. And this is just one tool that you'll have in your tool belt to be able to do that. My topics come from working with people, the people that come to me from coaching. Uh, I have a client base outside of my counseling, and I see what people are going through from my kids and from research. And when I'm doing research on a certain subject that's deal- that our society's dealing with, I bring you that straight to you. Now, as I was creating this journal, that it's basically because I realized there was no journals on the market that help people have a solution-focused mindset. And I believe that we can shape our own solution-focused mindset kind of through our own personal coaching, but sometimes we need some guidance to get there. This uh, entire journal is designed to help shape your mindset towards having a higher level of, a level of hope in just 30 days. One of the sheets that I have in here is basically designed to give you a push in the right direction through your own planning. Now, I want you to think about doing this for you, but I want you to think about this activity for your child as well, because this is something very simple that you could sit down and do even before somebody, uh, before you start a brand new activity, before you start that new sports and practice for that sport, you can implement activities that'll help you be more focused. So in my journal, in the first section, we have what's called a hope worksheet. And on one side, picture, you can do this on a regular piece of paper, two columns, a long column on one side and a long column on the other side. On one side, you have over it, what do you want? On the other side, you have, what does that look like? In the first column, what you want to write is all the things that you hope for. Make a list of all your hopes and dreams and let it roll through your mind. Anything, as if if anything was possible in the whole world, what are your hopes? What are your hopes? It can be very specific about the very next week. It can be in the next month. It can be very specific about a next activity, whether it be a job or, um, like I said, going to school. Or it can be a much bigger picture, more like a long-term goal of, um, I hope to be a person that of influence that, um, you know, touches people's lives and makes a difference in the world. Nonetheless, that list needs to come from your heart. What is it that you want Don't be afraid to write that down. Don't feel like you're being self-serving or, oh, who cares what I want? I just need to give to everybody else. There are things that you want and you know they're in your heart. What do you want? And then on the other column, what does that look like? The other column needs to be filled from the top to the very bottom of what would be different when those hopes are a reality. What would be different? What thoughts would be different? How would your thoughts be different than they are now? What different thoughts do you think you would be thinking if, for instance, you were a graduate from college? I had one um, student say, well, what I really hope for is one day to graduate from college. Well, what would your thoughts be different on that day than they are now? 
And she said, you know, I would feel like I had the whole world in front of me and that I was accomplished and that I was um, confident in my path and that I would be proud of myself. Write it down. Writing down and journaling things helps your mind know that you mean business. So on the second uh, column, you're writing down, how would your thoughts be different? How would your actions be different? Now, here's the thing. Could you begin those actions and those thoughts today? Before you even accomplish those hopes, before they even become a reality, can you practice the type of thinking that it takes to get there? The type of person that you picture yourself, practice it now. Even if it's for 10 minutes a day because it's so unusual for you to be thinking that way, that you used to be just thinking, oh my goodness, I have so far to go before I get to the hope that I hope that I'm get to, (laughs) but you're changing it and you're thinking, you know what? I'm accomplished. I can do this. I have the ability. And you move forward with that type of posture. You want your child to move forward with that type of posture. How do you do this? The day before school, you can sit down with them and go over and crystal clear, make a picture of what The next day is going to look like when it goes well, when things are successful, how are they going to think? How are they going to feel? If they are their very best self, what does that look like? Now, remember, I told you that on the first day of school, I see just as many parents that are kind of like losing it in one way or another as I do kids. It's because our emotions go crazy. It's like, where, why am I so worried about this? I know they're just going to school, but your mind thinks, oh, my child, they're in there. They're not with me. If you're one of those that go through this, don't feel bad. It happens. I see it happen all the time in all, every single school I've ever worked at. The good news is, is that if you are still on the side where you can make a difference in that, you can do the same activity with yourself. If I am the type of parent that is showing confidence and has confidence, not only showing it to my kids, but has that confidence that they're going to have a great day, how do I act? What do I do? What are my steps going to be? What are, how am I going to be able to um, get through the day until the end of the day? Now I run into other parents, especially ones that have had several kids and they're like, honestly though, I cannot wait to have that time to myself. I cannot wait to drop them off. I was always in the camp of a working parent, so I couldn't really take much time. And I know you're probably, uh, some of you can identify with me there. I couldn't really take a whole bunch of time to uh, think about how much I wasn't going to be able to be around my child because I also was going to be at work. So it was a different kind of level of separation anxiety that we would be thinking about. I know that for me and my daughters, we would talk a lot about the fact that um, I go about my day and I think about them and love them and cherish them and can't wait to see them again. And then they get to do that very same thing. And we're doing that same thing at the same time because our hearts are connected by a, a, a long string that's from my heart to theirs. And I go about my work and they go about with their work and then we come together. 
And it's such a healthy way for them to uh, look at um, going to school and then coming home as uh, a, a thing that's okay, that doesn't separate us at all. Even though we're not right next to each other in proximity, our hearts are still just as close as we're doing this, the things that we need to be doing, the things that we're meant to be doing, things that we are called to do. So no matter which one of these that you fall into, find ways for you to walk into the very next exciting adventure that you're going to be going into with the type of attitude that you will have once you finish it. Begin with the end in mind. Say, if I'm going to be celebrating when this is over, let me celebrate as I go in. If I want to be full of excitement, let me replace that anxiety with a level of excitement that can help me move forward. I hope that this can help you be encouraged. And if you need uh, any little push in the right direction, a little, uh, you have a specific situation that you want to talk to me about, feel free to email me. My email through for this podcast is sharethefocusedmindset.com. And every single month, I send out information to you. It might be from my research. It might be a little freebie from one of my journals. It might be a discount code. It might be just a letter from me about how you can have higher hope and what I'm learning about how to raise up the hope within us in order for us to um, succeed in the things that we do. The way you do that is to be a part of my email community. It's a unique email community because it's um, it's not made for, you know, a whole bunch of hard sales or anything. It's just made for that extra place where you can have a connection with someone who cares, someone that's been there, someone that is around a lot of families all the time and knows that nothing will surprise me. <laughs> we've all been through the hard times and we've all been up to the mountaintops as well. I hope that you're able to join me. You can look at the link in my, um, in this at the bottom in the um, show notes, or you can go to thefocusedmindset.com and you can look down at the bottom and up at the top. There's a place where you can join the community. Uh, it's, it says something about newsletter. Get the newsletter. That <laughs> says say that, but that's basically the email community. All right, so it's time for me to get going. I am next week, I'm going to, next week or the week after, you're going to get a replay of the conference that I was in yesterday. I was at the Solution Focused World Conference and I was able to speak about how to help kids have higher hopes. Um, the talk is mostly for practitioners and I'm also gonna put it on my YouTube, but you know, the, um, the principles we talk about, I know that each and every one of you will get a lot out of. I know you have been listening to me for enough time to where even the things when I start maybe talking a little bit like I am talking to another therapist or counselor, you'll be able to understand where I'm coming from. I know that you will find some enjoyment in those upcoming episodes. And I'm also going to let you know right away, even if it's just a episode right in the middle of the week, when my 30 Days to Higher Hopes Journal is ready for you to purchase on Amazon. I hope each and every one of you can get one and then we can go through it together. I'm also going to be doing some video trainings and put, leave a link in the book where you can get those straight from me. And um, it's been so rewarding. It's been rewarding for me to go through, for 
the people that I've already trained these with these pages, um, and then it'll be your turn. And you can get it for a gift. You can have it just uh, just for your own personal growth, or you can gift it to someone else. Anyway, enough it is enough. We have got to move on, right? We have a life to live. Make today amazing. And until next time, keep in touch and take care. <laughs>